The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! The goss is hot this week, and we have a special guest. Hi, it's me, Delta, and it's time! Today is December 1st, so if you've been ignoring the holiday season, there's no escaping it now. We are talking about it all today. Pop culture icons at the movies, on stage, and doing halftime shows. Crazy club stunts at drag shows. And Uncle Mario showing off feet on Twitter. Plus, we read a ton of your letters and do our best to answer your questions. Who better to lend our listeners a little advice than the queen herself? Thank you so much for joining me today, Ms. Delta Work. Of course, let's get to it. Hot Goss starts Oh. M. Mom! Welcome back for another steaming, piping, scalding serving of the hot gods. <laughs> this is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives gossip and politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's get into some hot goss. That's hot Today, goss. we are joined by the most specialist guest co-host. She is the iconic. She is the lovely. She is Delta Work. Hi. You know, I never know when to say, if I should say, like, good morning or good evening, because people consume all this stuff at different times. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you say good morning and someone's like, stupid bitch, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm just getting back from the club. Like, how is she even saying that? She said, good morrow. Good morning. (laughs) Good marrow. Yeah, good good morning. Good morrow. Hello, girl. And the holiday season is in full swing. It is December 1st Mm -hmm. right now, if you are listening, or possibly after that. Um, And I see you are decorated to the hilt, madam, in full drag. It's time. The, the, it's time. Uh, it's time. It's time. I can't even. I should be able to have a high voice. I'm super gay, so I should be able to have a high voice. I feel like, of course, someone will come for me and be like, you know, not all gay people. <laughs> well, guess what? Yes, all gay people. I can do whistle tones in my um, head. They sound like Courtney Act doing a, a Billy Goat impression. I can whistle with my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always say I can blow bubbles either that. end. That's my talent. I used to know a drag queen called Blow Me Bubbles. That's a <laughs> like fierce that. name. That I is like a that fierce name. name. I like that name. Blow me. You're um, going on. Blow me. Right. Um, but yeah, this- no, it's totally holiday around here. I'm I'm excited. I feel like um, I, I do have a hard time bet- like 
getting rid of Halloween stuff and putting up Christmas. Mm-hmm. And because I, I feel like Thanksgiving gets cheated in a way. But like, what is Thanksgiving really but a bridge? It just connects like, and we're not even celebrating Thanksgiving anymore. We're celebrating like a dinner. We're celebrating like our friends. We're just using it as a landmark time to go, well, we used to do this, but let's turn it into this so we don't do that anymore. Yeah, fuck a genocide, but, really, but we're going to eat. Just, we are going to eat. We'll find yeah. a way. Oh, we're going to eat. What do, you, something do you have a thing? Yeah. Do you my, have a thing during that time? My Thanksgiving is um, always, uh, A, in our lifetime, I hope they change it to nationally recognize the whole genocide. I know we have right. Native American uh, or indigenous people day on the friday after but like um i think that we need to acknowledge all the plumbers who the friday after thanksgiving get um totally get pillaged with work because it's called brown friday everybody fucks up their toilet the day after thanksgiving because multiple family members excavate their guts into these um into these toilets and it fucks up plumbing and plumbers need to be recognized, I think, this season. But I personally just like am into leftovers. I like a good like like spicy lime habanero tortilla with cranberry sauce and then some stuffing and some like yams and turkey and then like um, mm. some mashed potatoes up in there or like take the mashed potatoes and like fry them into a pan. I love a leftover. I am a leftover queen. What? I totally thought you were going to say that your Thanksgiving food was like a medium water. <laughs> like I thought, like <laughs> I totally was like, she's going to be like, I'll have a wedge, a, a lemon wedge and a new pair of shoes. Can I please get um, a crystal light packet, but only half and um, only half. a Manolo in a size 14. Thank you so much. And she, <laughs> not a 14. Sometimes the September um, issue of Vogue is more fulfilling than an actual meal. I get what Carrie Bradshaw was doing, but what's your Thanksgiving? Is Do you um, celebrate? Oh my God. Sides only. Sides are my favorite, of course. Sweet potatoes or yams, which, you know, I, I think I'm, listen, I'm not a chef. What's the fucking difference? They're root and they're orange. All comes uh, out the same hole. I, I say, yeah, I am all, it's all going to clog up the same toilet. So, mm-hmm. but I like that. And I have, and I have no preference. Like I like it with the marshmallows or without the marshmallows. If you want to roast them and, and sprinkle whatever the fuck herbs on them, I'm down. As long as I'm not the one that has to cook it all, I'm fine. Bitch, I went to Trader Joe's and they had, for, first of all, Trader Joe's, I feel like I'm going on a very Delta rant right now, but... I think whenever the Trader Joe's honchos decide, oh, we're going to put a new Trader Joe's there, first they make sure that there is absolute fucked up parking and that no one will be able to Mm -hmm. jigsaw their way around the parking lot, even worse than a Whole Foods. And then you go in and you're you're fighting for space to try to get your little salad. But there was a turkey gobbler wrap at Trader Joe's this year, and it was so right okay. and so perfect. But then I'm eating. I'm like, this tastes good. And I looked at I look at the wrapper. It has cream cheese in it. And I'm like, why? Oh. Why did you sneak that in? Because I'm gonna get the bubble guts now. I had no idea there would be cream cheese in it. I just read the the front and the front ingredients, not the back ones. And I was like, who puts cream cheese on turkey? But it was delicious. Did it you was, get sick? I got butt sick a little bit, but um, <laughs> butt sick. There wasn't that much in it, but I felt it. I was I was bubbling and churning. Well, I tell you, you know, we go, we do uh, Thanksgiving with my family on 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 Thanksgiving Thursday. And then the next morning, we always leave to Utah to go visit Davy's family. And so 
we'll get up super, super butt early, like four o'clock in the morning and we'll get the flight and then we'll get to Salt Lake around whatever time, 10 o'clock in the morning. And then we had to pick up an, mm-hmm. a, a rental and then we drive like three hours into, into the abyss. And <laughs> there's something that happens in, in other parts of the country that doesn't happen here. And that is that people take pride in their 7-Elevens and their gas stations and their amenities. And I know you've seen this at the Wawa's and the different places where people, mm-hmm. like, it, they're like, we're proud of what we're selling here. Like, we want you to have something good. They have iced tea at every 7-Eleven and you have the option of unsweetened or sweetened and it's fresh brewed and it's delicious. And I'm like, as much as I love Diet Coke, if I have the option of iced tea, I'm always going to take iced tea first, always. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they have this place called Maverick and Maverick has their own like food counter. So they prepare the stuff, put it in a heater or you can order it. And baby, they have this sweet pork burrito. And it's like going to like an actual restaurant, but you're buying like a $5 burrito. Anyway, my favorite, one of my favorite things. All right, stop saying one of. My favorite thing about visiting family is going to the gas station and buying food. <laughs> Baby, you had me a pork. Pork is my favorite verb. It's my favorite noun. I I don't, yeah. a day without pork for me is not a day worth getting out of bed. I love pork so much. I'm so with you. I'm so with yeah. you. And my, my dad actually managed a 7-Eleven and he took pride in his 7-Eleven all the time. And when I would get iced tea for him, I would be like, here's your sun tea because I'm your son. Yes. I yes, love sun tea. Your and sun ice. tea. Mm-hmm. Tea is tea is tea um, is the thing. Maybe we could use this platform um, uh, uh, to figure out where does the peop- where does Seven Eleven buy the spicy big bite hot dog, and where can we buy it? Because I I I don't just want one. I want to order a box of them and put them in the freezer. Mm. But Seven Eleven is the only place that has that big ass hot dog that's hot, and spicy. Yeah, I you know, know it, one. right? And I think you can't buy a, that retail. No, that's proprietary information. I think we'll need to send someone in from the inside, go through training, figure out their source, their supplier, cut them off, and then reroute to Downey yeah. for you. Or wait, I, Downey, that is what we need. Yeah, and basically, and then, basically, then we, can, then we can distribute to all the other um, franchisees, uh, hog folk like us who like their pork and their hot dogs. <laughs> Hog folk. Hog you know, folk. it's funny you say Downey because I always think about when we go um, in the Forever Dog Studios specifically, Mom Podcasts. Um, to the it's 14th that area floor. where people are like, yeah, to the 14th floor. People uh, will always say like, oh, where is that? And then some people go, oh, it's North Hollywood. Oh, no, it's actually Burbank. Actually, it's Studio City. Actually, it's <laughs> Universal City. It's Toluca Lake. Where the fuck? Why is it like in that weird corner? That's kind of where I live in a place where it's like, yeah, it's any of those cities. Yeah, Forever it's Dog is wherever you are. Um, honestly, you, uh, it's where it's the it's the tri corner where Studio City, North Hollywood, and um, Universal City all meet, like right near that um, MTA stop or um, right that underground. So if anybody wants to get there, I'm planning on turning it into a dark room and doing some parties there. Next year. I see it. Uh, there's all that carpeting. You can soak up anything. It, it'll be fine. No one will know. Um, but you are our shining star at the Mom Network. You you film there. You um, partake of the blessings of the mom tree. Is there a mom tree? Did you set one up this year? Because your tree is lovely. You know what? I am I should have. Thank you. This is yeah, the little bedroom tree. Very Mary Delta is in swing. It's starting, I'm sure, for this year. The Delta Halloween specials were abundant, like a cornucopia flow with overing. 
we've had Bianca on your program. Uh, who who did I just see? Maybe it was Bianca. Marilyn Monroe was there. No, oh, Angina. And you fucking, I, I was like, mm-hmm. why is her head blurred out in the promo? And then I realized that you were Angina-ing in an homage. You glued stuff to your head. That pumpkin, I don't know how the fuck that pumpkin stayed on your head, bitch. But I was applauding. And you know I was what? like, how she got a jack-o'-lantern on her head? I was, it, I actually had a wig, and then I was sitting in the dressing room, and I was like, I should just put this on my head, shouldn't I? It was so I? Like, funny. And then it didn't dawn on me that I was like, you didn't really shave your head. Your head's still stubbly. So it didn't And then I had on. blocked out my sideburns. <laughs> no, I had blocked out my sideburns for a proper wig, and then like when you look to the side, it looks like fucking cake batter <laughs> on the side of my head. And then there was a shadow, and I was like, oh, you know what? Whatever. We're having a good time. We're having <laughs> Damn. a fucking good time. Yeah. <laughs> cake batter. <laughs> it That's what happens like when cake moss gets beat up. It's like cake oh, batter. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. That's what Alaska has sometimes. Ooh, we shouldn't tell her that. You know what? We're going to go on a break and I'll recuse that statement. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag and use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. You know how you um you do on on the show, like where people send in their dick pics. Yeah, fully. And then like you you rate them. Or, do they do their asshole sometimes too? Mm-hmm. We get all, yeah. all kinds of splunking. I feel like you could also do a thing where it's like the pictures that people send back and forth of other, like, I, I'll just say it now. Like, so I'll, I'll send pictures of queens where I'm like, look at this one. And we'll <laughs> send it back and forth. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, pull you into it or Alaska into it, but I have done it with other people. I'm not going to say that I have or have not done that with you both. Please um, do. But maybe we could just, let's put it on front street and just start posting pictures of queens where you're like, this one thought she looked good. What happened here? Because you look at some and you're like, wow, this bitch thought she ate. And like, she ate. She ate. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> not um, the look. Uh, v- uh, Viva ain't uh, doing her, the Sharpie contour. Right, the, right. We need Viva to retouch all of our mom images, please. Not that they need any. All of them. It's a and Madela. I, <laughs> I think that it's, that would be wonderful. Something. Do you remember um, Trans Wives? I mean, the, the nerve. <laughs> the nerve. Yeah, the, like the, yeah, like the old Facebook uh, room. Yeah, that was the that nerve. was the, the ticket. Um, I have a question. How are you celebrating Christmas this week? Are you do you do themes for your bedroom tree versus your main room tree? Sort of. Yeah, sort of. So this is our very first time being able to do that because, you know, I've always been in the little apartment. So now having um, multiple rooms, I was like, let's put up trees. So the tree that you probably see behind me as we're doing this is um, I said I wasn't going to need half trees anymore. Mm -hmm. But this one is a half tree, and it's not the original one. This is a new one that I bought that's a pink half tree. Mm, What is that, an oak? Because I wanted it. Yeah, and it's like seven feet tall, I guess. Love her. Um, And I just wanted it to be sort of like all of the stuff that I've collected that's like vintage-y ornaments. So there's like little reindeer and bunnies and... Um, somewhere on there was my last, my last gift before, um, I broke up with my boyfriend, um, World of Wonder. Um, and it's a squirrel friend ornament that they sent Aww. <laughs> and so it's cute. buried on there, but you know, you remember your past loves and you, do. you, just, you know, your tree should, could be a memory, uh, it could be a memory tree and that sort of is, but there's a topper on this one that is a, a snowflake that had, yes. Oh my gosh. A Mitzi topper would go sick on a tree. We should do a wig tree. We oh should. my gosh, we should do a wig tree at mom. Let's do it. I'm that in. would be sick. I that would in. be sick. We could do mannequin heads and shove them into the tree. That's the beauty of a fake tree or artificial tree is that you can bend the branches back and shove whatever you want in there. And we're good at shoving. Same. You know what I mean? Fist yeah. it in there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Like that. Woo, 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 woo. Wee, wee, wee. Do you woo, woo, woo? <laughs> would you woo, woo, woo? <laughs> this tree does not so, yeah. have a... 
inch of branch space. There's lights coming None. out of it. Like you're on one of those Christmas Very Merry Rides. Then looking at all the lights. You know it's what so I like beautiful. to do? What? Thank you. You know what I like to do is I like to start in inside the tree. So put like in, yeah. open up the tree and the big ornaments go in there to, to fill it in because I don't want to like look at, for me, I like all trees. I hold space for all trees. Like I see people that post and I'm like, uh, that's a stingy tree, but it makes you happy. So go for it. You know, Girl, you want to see my tree? You see that plant? Uh, that that's light, pretty though. Look how only, beautiful that is. Only one, le- only one branch lights up, and the leaves change colors. But I'm gonna decorate it, and I got my other two branches on the way in the mail. I was like, these branches don't work, Illuminati plant. That's, that's a minimalist look, and I think that there's place for it. It's pretty. Yeah. I'm just gonna hang a star from the ceiling yeah. on fishing line, and the star is just um, a headshot of me cut out in the shape of a star. <laughs> Absolutely, baby. I'm a star. <laughs> um, you might this, not know it now. You might not know it now, but I I uh, ascribe to the the Beyonce and the Valentino school of thought. Where baby, I'm a star, and everyone will catch up eventually. One of these yeah. days. Speaking of Beyonce, the Renaissance film uh, premiered this week in L.A., and there was a silver carpet, and it was mm-hmm. lots of people in different shades of silver or graphite. And then I saw a random person in red, and I was like, how dare you? But there's some internet hoopla that Miss Tina Knowles addressed because some people were mentioning that Beyonce was lightening her skin color or um, trying mm-hmm. to trying to do that whole thing of whitewashing herself. And Tina was like, y'all need to leave my daughter alone. She does everything she can to help people. She is generous. She is wonderful. And I'm with Miss Tina because this is a blonde platinum silver wig, blown out lighting where mm-hmm. she's just tits, nostrils, and lashes. And right. I'm tired of people trying to find something to critique Beyonce about because she's uncritiquable for me. She just is. I mean... I was on a set with her in 2002, and this woman was so problem-free, she stood in one spot for 45 minutes while we were doing one scene, did her job and her job alone, did not say one word mm-hmm. to a director while he came over and gave her notes in between. I was like maybe like four or five feet from her most of this time. She did not say one word. She was just taking the note, nod, look around, like scanning the scene, Not robotically. She was still a person. She was there. She was present. But she was just concentrating and doing her job. And you could tell that she was, like, in it. And she was, like, present and doing her thing. And there was not a bad bone in her body. Not, like, one side look out of her eye at all. Because there was one extra that was acting up and doing too much and trying to do too much in the scene. And the director had to be like, listen, we just need you to walk from A to B. You don't need to give yourself 18 things of business going through your pockets, trying to unbutton your jacket and all these things. And, you know, that was the point where all the extras were like, she's doing too much. And we were like, by Beyonce, she would not get involved in that whole fracas of like eyes of us going, oh, she's doing it. Beyonce is is a goddess. And I am tired of anybody that tries to come for her. Um, speaking of coming, there were lots of girls there who did the thing. There was Kevin Aviance and T.S. Madison who were on the Renaissance album, Fluorescent Beige. And speaking of Fluorescent Beige, Trace Lissette, star of Monica. She mm-hmm. was in Fluorescent Beige, looking beautiful. Janelle Monet was there. Shangela was there. Um, Gigi Everybody Good. looks gorgeous. They do, right? Laverne. Every, yeah. Everyone looks gorgeous, and obviously, like you say, obviously um, influenced by 
so much Beyonce who, um, I mean, yeah, it's somebody who, who is an entertainer and understands like all these different aspects. And that's something that I think everybody wants to sort of be known for is to be able to be multifaceted and understand a little bit of, of, of everything and of all of it. And she has certainly set the standard for a generation what, 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 why do people have to like, it's just, it's, it's an internet culture, of course, that, that is, uh, it's a sword that cuts both ways mm-hmm. and it's like, it supports, but at the same time, it's like, well, I, you know, everyone comes on and they're like, all right, let me, let me review the fashion. And it's like, well, re- what do you mean review the fashion? Like, what do you, well, how are you reviewing it? Like, or, well, I think you've done this with your body. Oh, really? Is that what you think has happened? Like. What did I have somebody say to me the other day? She was like, I, I posted something where I was like, you know, as I normally do, like bitching and moaning about whatever. And I posted it. And the girl, people will comment, love you, girl, but this is not the way. <laughs> and this I'm like, really? Well, what way is it? Yeah. Tell, tell me what way it is. Because I'll tell you that I want you to tell me how the way it is for your job at Forever 21. And then you tell me how to apply that to my job. Um, pantomiming in bars. Like you tell me how how it's working for you and then I'll try to apply it. So don't fucking open your mouth because I'm just like, watch your mouth when you're talking to me. Baby, I gesture so in bars I, for a living. Like I, I can gesture you out this door and hit restrict or block because people mistake digital access for carte blanche to say whatever the fuck they want. And that's right. That's because we put ourselves out there and, you know. For sure. But this digital. But it's weird because like, you would never go to a mechanic and be like, you know what? Oh, I think you need to start doing this, this, and this in order to fix this car. I don't know. Why would I tell you something you've been doing your whole life? T. That's weird. T. Yeah, it's That's it's weird. it's the whole thing where I think social media in general is um is a monster that's eating its own head because social media, you should be social on it. If you wouldn't go up to someone on the street and say what you're about to type to me, you shouldn't say it because that's anti-social media. And that will lead you to being restricted in the donkey corner where I don't have to deal with you. You can look at me, but you can't comment, look at me, look at me, look at me. You know, because I see you, I see what you're trying to do. And I don't need you. You can you can negatively think all you want, but the moment you put it on your page, you open yourself up to retaliation. And if there's one thing I do, it's I like to read a lot. Read? And I will I will go through mm-hmm. 18 pages and scrolls of your picture to find the worst one, and then repost it. And <laughs> Not be like, the worst oh, one. Look, I have a friend, and they really thought that they could come for me. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. And then I'll get my Judys to do you it too, like Detox and Vicky. They'll be like, oh, look at you in this blonde <laughs> wig. I thought you never wear blonde. I, w- I will. Right, I, right. I, ha- I have vengeance and I have the time, baby. I have a whole grandfather clock. Um, but are you going to go see this um, Renaissance film? You know what? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, the only thing, the only time I go to the movies is like to watch um, like horror films or sort of true crime kind of stuff. But I am someone who loves micro uh, movie. I am someone who loves movie theater popcorn so much that I probably would just go watch anything <laughs> with the promise of getting a tub of popcorn. Do you promise, know what I'm saying? Promise um, of a popcorn. Oh, that would be a good song. You know what? I just can't stop looking at T.S. Madison's boobs. So great. Um, which are one of my favorite things ever, ever, ever. I just, you know, we talk about um, Beyonce really um, setting a backdrop for for a generation and for entertainment in general. But I, I also look to someone like T.S. Madison, who is so um, 
transparent about everything. And there's so many things that Madison does that I have picked up as just like habit. Like, you know, when Madison does the thing with the nails, uh-huh. like she'll, she'll do her nails like this. Yep. It's a thing that can mean so many things. Um, it, it can mean like run me my money, but it can also mean like, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. It could mean, and I don't I wish I had nails on right Waiting now. Waiting for so the chat to any, fill. Like, clip- yeah, it could be anything. And like, Ma- there's so much that Madison does and says that uh, it, 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 people just absorb it. And it's just like Beyonce. People absorb it and then they, and you and you realize like, oh, that fashion is, that's, that is something we've seen Beyonce do. And now it trickles down mm-hmm. into your bargain basement bin. You know? there's, there's a way, there's a reason that TS is on Beyonce's album because exactly what you said is true about her. She is at the forefront. She is an innovator. And, you know, remember Big Dick Bitch, 22 Inches? We all say that. We know yeah. why. It's her. All of it. Yeah. I, I encourage everyone to go see this Renaissance film. The concert was the best concert I've ever been to in my life in Atlanta with Ms. Courtney Act. Uh, we won the Everybody on Mute Challenge. So maybe you'll see me and Courtney do a little pop-up. We'll see. Um, and we'll be back after this break. And we are back after that break. <laughs> are you going to go see the Madonna concert? I'm not going to any concert. I got to tell you something. No? I, the only concerts I'm going to are like um, the Boston Pops or something <laughs> where everyone remains seated and claps after each song. I'm not getting up and jumping around. Um, uh, well, I'm not getting up, first of all. <laughs> so there definitely won't be any jumping around. But I, I'm, I admire everybody that goes to concerts and they're like, oh, I'm going to walk in stiletto shoes uh, from the parking lot all the way through and up and down the stairs and you know, I admire it, but I'm like, wow, you guys, and you let people stand in front of you? Stand up? I'm such a Karen. I would be like, um, they need to be seated. Why are they not seated? <laughs> no one sits at a concert. Yeah. That's why I can't go. I, I always make sure that my footwear is um, going to be in accordance with the activities for the evening. And I do not I do not wear heels at concerts anymore. I was like, I'm going to be comfortable. I want to be able to bounce around, do my thing. Um, I'm going to the concert to see Bob. And Madonna, but I'm so excited for Bob. I went to her concert at the Troubadour for her um, rap album. I think it was called Gay Bars, which is a double uh-huh. entendre because she's got bars and she performs in gay bars. And now she's on a fucking stage with Madonna, which is sickening. And she's gay. Gay. Very gay. Gay, gay. Bob is gay. Bob's gay. Um, but there's this picture of Madonna with Debbie Mazar, who's like her old best mm. Judy. And... I want to know how many souls had to die for this photo to happen. They are, I know, they are a lovely. <laughs> this photo, it looks so beautiful. Is this beautiful? Is this Venus Delight and Violet Chachki? It is. It is. It's be- a beautiful photo. I'm pretty sure. I'm wow. I'm, yeah, I'm almost 100% sure it is them. They look so great. Um. I'm going to show you the shoe that I'm wearing to the the Madonna show. Do you see that? And yes, yes she has a heel. 
<laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh wow! That's now what, tell me about the heel because oh. I think you're, uh, this is this is floating so much closer to my speed right here. Oh baby, this shoe is an event. She's a kiss. Uh-huh. It's a kiss of a heel. It's a a kiss <laughs> in, impression. <laughs> That's a uh, impression. That's a sexretary shoe. Uh huh. Uh, it, it's my it's my concert shoe. It, it's a party in the front. Nobody even looks at the back, but there is a heel. No. And she's more than a biscuit, less than a bread uh-huh. loaf. Um, and that's uh-huh. all you need. That's all you need. She's a, she could be like a macaroon in a way. Oh, yeah, on its side, fully. On its side, call it. <laughs> call it a day. We, um, do it. We, went to, we went to this thing. Um, the, it's called Garras, and it is the um, it's, it's a fashion show featuring all these queer Latin artists, at uh, and it happened at the Pacific Design Center, and it was presented by the Trans Latina Coalition, and okay. Maria Roman invited me, and it was so oh I saw her walking fun yeah yeah it was so fun she was the host of the evening. And, um, but the thing was, so me and Jules went and we were like, oh, Jules is like, let's park on the street right across the street from the, the design center. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to walk. Like, it will, we won't be uncomfortable at all. And I was like, no girl, let's go in the structure. Like, it'll be safer. She's like, I'm telling you the street parking is the smarter idea. I'm like, girl, you fucking lost your mind. That's not true. Right on Melrose. We park in the thing. Bitch, when I tell you I was so stupid because we had to go all the way around the design center on the street to come right back to the front to enter. And Jules was like, girl, that spot is still fucking open right there. We could have parked right there. There would have been no issue. Like, and so that when I think about going to events where you're like, how far are you going to have to walk? Um, when we were getting in the elevator, uh, um, oh, I forget who was there, but she, a gorgeous doll. And she had on these shoes that were to me just Willem shoes because they were Eden. so high. And like the arch was... No, another beautiful doll. Um, anyway, this bitch was just booking it through the whole place. And she was like, I was like, oh my gosh, don't your feet hurt? She said, of course they fucking hurt. They hurt so bad. Look where we parked. And so it's funny you say that when you show that shoe, because you really have to plan for this stuff. Yeah. And speaking of jewels, I mean, she's giving great advice, yet she's in a flat. Oh, no, she's in a, a doctor prescribed sketcher uh, shoes for crews. Wendy's employee. Oh like, my goodness. That's not well, even a flat girl. And that's not an insult either. And that's not just because she smells like a frosty and people want to dip stuff in her. Um, <laughs> always lovely smelling. I have a very special treat for all of our listeners. This is something we usually end with, we lead out to our breaks with, but this is so important. It needs its own little segment. This is called Our Rainbow Spotlight of the Week. And this song is called I Want House. The Delta Rework by Boy 2K. This is so great. And this is what I want to hear. This is Delta's inimitable voice being worked into a a thing you could bop to. You could put the vacuum on. You could put your Roomba on. This is so fun. And this is wonderful. We're going to play a little snippet of it now for you to enjoy. I don't want a townhouse. I want a backyard. I want to put a bottle of water and tea bags in it and make sun tea. I want to grow petunias. I want a dog running around. I want my cats to live inside. I want to be able to take out a project and spray paint it in the backyard and not think it's going to get on a car somewhere. I want my own shit. I want house. I want house. I want house. I want house. Don't you want house? 
people are so it, it amazes me what people what people envision or how they see something and they're like uh, queer people i mean queer people are really constantly doing everything we're the innovators everything i, I saw someone doing your um your mayo mix with the mayonnaise oh my gosh like uh, these, these these children are learning from us, and I'm happy to give. I mean, some of most of them I'm are learning from give. me what not to do, but um, whatever works. I'm happy to teach. Why why am I not lip syncing to my own self? I, I, maybe I should do that. Why not? Yeah, maybe not. Innovate the innovation. Uh, some girls have been lip syncing for years, and we haven't known Miss Dolly Parton. Apparently, she does the thing. Oh. Um. But who would even mind or notice because her outfits are always so amazing. She dressed up as an NFL cheerleader, uh, a Cowboys cheerleader, and she's 77. And, I mean, some of her parts are 77. Some are newer and still under warranty. But people were critiquing her outfit too. Beyonce, Dolly Parton. How are you going to critique these angels who do nothing but put out love and light in the world? You know, I just – this is the thing. It's like – uh, someone like we were talking about Beyonce, of course, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton has literally taken an an an, an, uh, an inconceivable amount of money, money that people are never going to see in their lifetime. Many of many of these people critiquing um, took that personal money and said, "Let's put this towards uh, helping people during a pandemic. Let me take, let me open my purse and give to you so we can figure out a way out of this because I have so much. This will never affect me to give this money, but it will help so much. Did that led by example, um, is actually a living, breathing whole woman, just a person. Um, and still has to have people sit back and go, well, what you should be doing is this, that, and the other. And I think you're wearing a nude body stocking. And I think this and that. This is a person who, since the 60s, has admitted to wearing wigs and shows, just like her uh, other people like Cher and Bette Midler and uh, Miss Elton John. You know, all of these people who are their contemporaries that are show people. This is what show people do. Show people wear wigs, they wear fake jewelry, they wear fake nails, they wear high heels. They wear a nude illusion body stocking. If you think for a second, like Dolly Parton has to be critiqued, but not the Rockettes. Like, I don't know where where we're not seeing that, like, there's nothing to critique. Nothing. Are you really, there's nothing. I mean, it's so bizarre to have to reach to critique this angel, this person, what are, you, what are you wearing at 37? What are you wearing at 27? When you Barbara, wish you could live to 77. Barbara Walters sat across from Dolly Parton in some interview in the 60s or 70s, and I remember she said, you don't have to look like this. And Dolly was like, I want to. I like this. The floozy in town, that was the girl I wanted to be. I'm the same way. Absolutely. And but, Barbara Walters, oh my God, can we just do a whole podcast on how gross Barbara Walters is anyway? Get the fuck out of here with her. She, The things that she did and said to make men happy, oh my God. That part. But um, Dolly is making everybody happy. She took all of her her royalties, like $10 million from uh, I Will Always Love You when she gave it to Whitney, and she invested it in a in a, a black neighborhood in Nashville to rejuvenate the area and to put something back into a community. And she did it quietly and no one knew till decades later after Whitney died. Like Dolly is a great right. person. She is an angel of music. Um, Stairway to heaven at the Kennedy centers is like 
everybody look oh it God. up with Dolly doing it. That one, uh, Adam Lambert doing Believe. The Kennedy Center Honors have so many good shows. And I'm getting off the track. Dolly is amazing. She can wear whatever the fuck she wants. And at 77, look I how hope great. I hope we're all up she in looks it like that. Perfection. That's what I'm saying. And you know, I know you said going off track, but going back to Beyonce, um, you know, I can remember when do you remember when Taylor Swift accepted went to accept an award and and Kanye um, did the thing. And she, yeah, yeah. And then later Beyonce was like, let me, I remember being that age. I remember, let me give Taylor her moment. And like you think of those knee-jerk reactions to the way people treat other people, then it's so kind and it's so beautiful and it's so generous. And then you fast forward to now when people are on lots of tours and it's like, well, this tour is better than that tour. And, and you're pegging these people against one another who are both doing things successfully and are like, I'm not trying to be in an argument with that person. They're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. They have their fans. I have my fans. Sometimes they meet in the middle. Sometimes they don't. That's okay. It's not a competition. Comparison is the thief of joy. Not everything needs to be compared. Not everything. Yeah. And Dolly has this nude illusion. If you're mad about it, you're stupid because it's a nude illusion that matches her skin perfectly. It is not an ounce of nude delusion. It's there's so no, sickening. There's no delulu it's so anywhere. Beautiful. It's perfect. I love it. And the little it's star so in her cool. belly button. Ugh, it's and you know I, this 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 also goes back to that thing, that thing when people talk. Yeah, when people talk about like, there's a term that I I'm not into anymore, which is like flat flattering when people go well that's not flattering really well what is flattering what does that mean like uh uh it, it just sounds weird when people yeah when people put that on on someone else well that's not flattering for your age i can remember for years there was a whole thing where like oh after 40 women's supposed to cut their hair it has to be short you can't do this you can't do that why the rules like why what what is it fixing what is it helping <laughs> nothing nothing um I I am about to move on to a, a new segment. We call it Tweet Toots. And this is something that we see on Twitter that enraptures us in the community. And we saw a video uh, going viral of two queens in the Philippines being lifted off the stage. And we've seen this queen do this thing before on this rope where she swings over people at a club. Um, mm -hmm. And then this video has two girls doing the, the lift and swing thing. And then they go around the club and they get back to the stage and they go kerplop. They're, they're flattering themselves. They're flattening themselves actually into the stage. And I can't see how you could fall from that height and not be hurt. But these girls, as soon as the camera cut to them, they were posed on the ground. The wigs didn't move. I want to know if a girl can fall 20 feet from the air and have their wig not move, why can't a girl on Drag Race pin her hair in for a lip sync? That's such a good question. I'm tired that of is wigs such a good question. scooching to the crown, becoming a fall, when these girls are actually falling and their wigs don't scooch a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's why, you know, we, we are in support of the hard front mm -hmm. and the the forgiving bang. <clears throat> I like to see bangs because if these girls are not going to glue stuff down or clean the lace, it's okay. Then just p pick another kind of wig. These girls did it right. Um, I, I don't know. Did they do a test? I mean, maybe they did not do a test run on this. I think sometimes people I get their momentum going and they get excited and they're like, well, it'll, it'll just happen. Like I've seen girls, I don't specifically know who and don't want to call them out if I did know who try to crowd surf. And then people are like, no, we're good. And it's like, <laughs> Oh my God, how embarrassing. You thought this was going to, you thought they loved you that much. They don't love you. Yeah. I think 
I think that this girl is in an updo and um, up. She went Dude. up and then it went it went and did what it did. It went do nope, we're not doing it. <laughs> um They are lucky that they this, fell on the this, stage, not in the crowd. Yeah. This this would not this could have gone very poorly. There's I mean, we have there's been entertainers RIP who have yes. done stiff stuff and they did not fare so well after falling from the sky yeah. of a club. Um I would, sure. do, I would do this, but I would only do it like Margot Kidder and Superman in an Operation Dumbo Drop thing where I was on my stomach. So then I could just belly flop if this happened because I'm not trying right. I'm not trying to land the wrong way on a knee and uh, and have to get one of those, you know, braces and wear flats or I can't I would not I would not try this. I can't even go on roller coasters with my back. I'm not 41 year old like, no, don't bumper car me. Watch out. Would you ever do this? Elevate to entertain? Off the ground. I'm not going to elevate my entertainment level. It's where it's at. <laughs> it's what it is. I mean, I I come this, you know, uh, what park and bark is that what they say? Uh huh. Um, you know what? Emote I, and gloat. I, I just, I just, yeah, emote and gloat. I I just uh, masturbate and gesticulate. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know about this. I, I'm. I I I'm a, I I get when people are in like the height of of like there's a frenzy and they're excited and they're having a good time and I'm gonna jump on here and jump on there and I love that fearlessness when I see that in other entertainers there's so many that I know that I watch and I'm like wow I live vicariously through you because you're not afraid you're not afraid of doing it you're not afraid of seeing what happens um, and I do admire it but I think there's also a place where it's like. It, it's one thing to jump up on a bar and go, oh, I hope it's not wet because I'm going to walk on this bar and then maybe slip or something. So that's like a thing where you're like, it's not that big of a deal. But this, like, this is very, very dangerous. What if I they mean, fell on people very... in the crowd? Yeah. I mean, anything could have happened. Just as you said, we've seen other entertainers do things like this and and not, uh, not uh, come back from it. But this is, um, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes... Because I'm the person that, like, uh, I'm an old lady, you know. We've seen stuff that hasn't gone so well. Yeah. I just look at sometimes things and I'm like, are you just doing this just to be obnoxious or is there a point? Is the risk worth the reward? I I don't know. And how much are they upping the booking fee, too, for you playing uh, Superwoman? But I I give my props to Nick Manzen, Izzy Extra, and the, the Miss Izzy, you are extra. You're flying through the air and I love it. So I'm glad you're safe, and they they both tweeted that they're okay. Um, so that's been Tweet Toots. Oh, oh sorry, there's another Tweet Toots huh. entry before we go to break. It's Mario Diaz giving out feet. Okay. Feet. Feet. Fucking feet, fucker. Yeah, he said this one's for Connie. Uh, real love Connie because we know Miss, Miss Connie, she loves a foot. I think, okay. I think she's down with any appendage, actually. I heard once that Miss Connie had to do a handstand at the Casita del Campo dressing room and shove her prolapse parts back in her body before her um, show. Oh, my God. Really? Uh-huh. She had to dance Captain Her Guts right back in. She said, no, you go there, and then I go here, and then we go do a show. That's what she told me once upon a time. What size do you think, what size do you think Mario Lopez's uh, – um, I'm sorry – Mario Diaz. Is this Mario Lopez? Mario Diaz. I was hoping it was Mario Lopez as well. No. Um, what, what size do you think Mario's feet are? I'd say she's um, a 10 or a 10 and a half. I think so too. How tall is Mario? I feel like Mario's like my like, height, like 5'10". Maybe five like 5'9"? Yeah. 
Five nine, five ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be like he. Yeah, I think so. I want him to come on very Delta. He's got great stories. I would I would live for that. He walked into the FUBAR dressing room when there were all these go-go boys back there. All of them were on their break. None were on their boxes, which means they weren't following the schedule. And he said, hey, guys, no one's back here paying to see your limp dicks. Chub up and get out there or go home. And he said it in, like, the most I chipmunky, like, fun manner where he was still being, like, fun Mario. And I was like, y'all heard him. Because I was back there with Detox. Mm. <laughs> we were in the in the back doing what we do. And I was like, work, Mario Diaz. You are an icon. Um, and we're going to go on a break. You want to see me take a break? You just did. <laughs> see the break. Now this You know, I, I maybe Go, please. Tell me. I, we were just, we were looking at pictures of Mario Diaz. And um I you know, for years I always thought that Mario Diaz and Jackie B were partners. Like I always thought that they were like romantic partners my whole life. My partners whole life slime. up until probably honestly, probably until like maybe ten years ago, like I just assumed that, and I think a lot of a lot of people assumed that. But they, I know they're best buds. Oh, the fucking bros! You think they bro out? Hmm, fucking bro. Ooh, Zeke. Hmm. Fuck. I'm not, I'm not sure. I know they were in a band called Really Rich Italian Satanists together. Yeah, and you think Jackie bros out? It was secular music. <laughs> secular I, I, music. I would love to see Jackie um, in a trucker hat and just being. Um, Real like Trumpy, and then going to rallies, and then infiltrating, and then doing a pirouette, oh, spinning, and throwing a wig on, and being like, "I fooled keep you." Mm. Wait, hold on, shitty the fool. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, goon out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is news from your part of the world at Disneyland, uh. um, the in Orange County. The Anaheim police recently arrested a 26-year-old man on suspicion of indecent exposure and being under the influence of a controlled substance. The suspect was taken to the hospital as a precaution, but Disneyland officials told KTLA that a man stepped out of the small world boat, stripped out of his clothing, and walked among the attraction sets. And then the Disneyland employees stopped the ride as soon as they became aware of the situation, according to the Disneyland officials, but... He also took off his boxer brief and made a not-so-brief uh, dance break with these uh, doll-playing trumpets in the small world, or trumpet-playing dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, this is... I, I don't know anybody who hasn't thought at one point, like, at my Christmas memories, my first Christmas memory was me trying to play Chippendale and run through the Christmas tree, how they did in their cartoon. Uh-huh. And this is the same thing. Who wouldn't want to be in the small world? And this man made his dream happen. I applaud him. And um and his dreamscape. I have no problem with this. No, I think this is fine. I think this is just what the day needed. The children will learn and say that okay, this is what not to do on the ride. You need to keep your hands and feet in the vehicle, and also your crazy uncles. Who goes- and you know what? Listen, not everybody's body is going to remain this way for the rest of their lives. Why not document this? Like, look at the look at this video of with the with the finger, like mm-hmm. I, where he's like covering his. Look at the body. I mean. 
uh, a nice, lean, young body. Uh, he's an adult. You know, I'm not, I'm, we're not, just because this is like the happiest place on earth, we're not talking about uh, a child doing this. We're talking about a grown adult. I, I mean, maybe not in front of children. However, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised this is the first time that this has happened. Me too. That's it's the first time we. To it's me. the first time we know about it. I think that Miss Joan Crawford, right. when she envisioned and conceptualized "It's a Small World," never would have seen this coming. Right. And I'm I'm glad that um, I'm glad that this man got to do his happy thing on this ride where it is the happiest place on earth. I don't see why someone would do a hallucinogen at Disneyland when there's so many things to do there that right. could like make the experience better. I would I would probably just go with some weed wine and a little bit of um mushrooms i would not go for meth he's got or... a beautiful head of hair he does beautiful curly it's very hair. crystal method just hollow notes uh-huh. i could go for this actually um yeah no can do um i that is so pretty that's fun yeah i'm happy for him maybe on like adult is there an adult day at disneyland where it's just adults i i feel like gay days by 8 p.m empties out enough where it's mostly just adults but this would, that would be this would be he would be the host of the party I think fully yeah they should book him for, for gay days next year I I would think that this would be a wonderful thing really book him for gay days fully you're so fucking stupid I swear to God I'm not allowed to be booked there me you. and Jackie Beat are not allowed to be booked for gay days because Disney needs to approve all on property acts and when it was a House of Blues uh-huh. they refused me and Jackie Beat because our work was really? too blue yep. And then I was like, how did I end up hosting a brunch there um, three years later and then getting fired? <sighs> I worked gay days a couple of times. Um, and then um, oh, I could, I'll just leave it there. I, I, Period. I, I have a similar story. But yeah. yeah, let's just leave it there. <laughs> Are you ready to depress everybody? We're going to go to our segment where we get um, slightly political. And we have a theme song that Alaska and I usually sing off key. It's called Let's Get Political, Political. And there it goes. Um, That's it. This this world is crazy right now. On Saturday, three students of Palestinian descent were shot in Vermont after an incident authorities are now investigating as a possible hate crime. The shooting took place as fears have grown about rising anti-Palestinian and anti-Muslim sentiment, as well as rising anti-Semitism amid the ongoing Israel-Hamas conflict. Uh, 20-year-old students, there were three of them, Hisham Awatarni of Brown University, Kanan Ab... I'm just going to say their first names because my pronunciation is a tragedy. Hisham, Kanan, and Tashin, all from colleges, were walking down a major street in Burlington on their way to visit a relative for one of the men's uh, family on Thanksgiving holiday when they were confronted by, of course, a white male with a handgun. Police stated that the man, without speaking, shot two of the students in the torso and one in the lower extremities. Uh, Both of the victims that were shot in the torsos are in stable condition. The third is in more serious condition. Uh, And Sunday, police arrested 48-year-old Jason Eaton for the crime, and they have yet to reveal more information on his motive, but I think we know what his motive is. He's a white guy with a gun shooting Mm -hmm. um, brown people. People are scared for no reason of anything that's different, and um, this man thankfully pleaded... Oh, wait, no. He had the gall to plead not guilty to three counts of attempted murder, and I'm glad he's being Mm -hmm. held without jail. The judge said no bail, and he's sitting, and hopefully he will rot there. There he shall rot. Um, This is so fucked up. I I, I don't know how... You know, the thing of it is, it's like the... 
these are ob obviously hate crimes, but what, what's interesting to me is that I think that there's something more than just the hate whenever, when this has evolved, it's something more than the hate. I think that they use these shootings, like the, these, these white men that go and do these shootings are not so much in hate of that, but they know that if they kill them, they can impress the other people that they're trying to impress so much to say, look at what, um, look at what a vigilante I am. Look at how proud I am to be an American. Look at how proud I am to be a Christian. Look at what I'm doing to protect our country. And they do that. And, and the thing is, they don't know these people. They have nothing to fear from these people. They have nothing to hate about. But they know if I do this, other people who look like me and, and, and think like me will think that I'm a badder ass than they am. And I am much more of a patriot than they are because I did the damn thing. And then did what? Did what? Uh, did did nothing. Did nothing but 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 ruin families and 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 put people in in fear and instill this. And the reality is that the people that are doing this, there's nothing being taken from you by these people. What's being taken from you and what's being risked by you are the people that you're trying to impress. These people that you 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 say you believe in the the Christian way. Is this the Christian way? Is is this it? Because I don't think it is. Is this the American way to build this wall instead of a bigger table? Like this is not the way. It's so bizarre how we can for, forget how this country was built and what this, uh, the principles of this country. And yeah, then suddenly tired, just decide. You're downtrodden, oh, all that. Yes. It, it was written. And now years later, people are worried that immigrants are going to harm our country. Immigrants come to America for more opportunities and work double as hard as everybody else. You know, these Mayflower people, they Fuck. may have been told what not to pray to back in the day, but they got to come over to this land and then they did the same thing that they were being done to over there to the indigenous people. And like the Karens, exactly. I saw a Karen, I saw a Karen try to do the whole like shove in front of someone at a store last year in LA. And I was so gagged at mm -hmm. the amount of people that, that rallied around the person that they were cutting from who was a Latino woman. And when this woman started with the, oh, speaking Spanish, it's like, bitch, L.A. was Spanish before America got it. I'm on day Come 301 on. of Duolingo because I want to learn the land, the language of the land on which I live because I feel like I should know how to speak Spanish. That's what this land was originally. And, like, I'm just trying to to catch up and do my due diligence as uh, as a white person and and realize that. There is a lot of fucked up shit out there. And this guy thought he was doing something good for whatever he saw his race as or whatever, probably. It is a hate crime. And, like, it's just you're an embarrassment. This is so fucked up. I hope this man rots in jail. I hope this war stops because it's emboldening the stupid. And um, people are so scared of what they don't know. And you don't have to know everything. But... I mean, look at me. It's like, you know what it is? It's like, it's like trying to create a culture. I feel like, I feel like there are people that are like, I have no culture. I have nothing. So if I just lay claim to this, this will be my culture. I'm defending my ancestors and I'm defending this. You aren't defending anything. No. We, we're, I mean, where it's 2023, aren't we supposed to be in flying cars? Did we not learn anything from Star Trek where like you look at all these people that are amalgamations of all these different beings and everybody has the same thought process, which is 
All this other shit doesn't matter. Let's just get on one goal. We could all be healthy. We could all be having fucking uh, uh, global insurance or whatever. You know, there's so many things that could be happening universally. But these division lines, because people are... What, what do people always say? Well, I was raised this way. When I hear people say I was raised this way, it says to me that you know that you now have the option to look back and go, that was wrong. So by saying that in itself, by saying that yeah. in itself is fucking gross. When they say, oh, gross tradition. Shit. Tradition is just peer pressure from dead people. Just because they did it does not mean you need to do it. And all of this war, war crap is because of men being dick measuring and saying, I need this land. This is my land. And then some religion and some bullshit like that. <laughs> Let's just all fight the the one foe that we all have right now, which is global warming. Why can't we all just fight that and put women in charge? Because women create stuff. They don't like ruin shit, I feel like. I think women need to be in charge of every country in the world for the next five years, and then we'll see how it goes. All the countries that had to deal with COVID that had women leaders went so much smoother. I think the, I don't the get involved in politics or men's business. <laughs> that's just men's business, and I don't get involved. I mean that that's a dolly. Dolly does not do politics either. She does politics. <laughs> War is <laughs> fucked up. There's a temporary ceasefire happening right now. Thank God, but we need a permanent one. Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City is not eating. She's on a hunger strike to try to get Joe Biden to um to declare a permanent ceasefire. But I don't know if he's going to do that since like America is basically funding Israel's arms right now and has been for years. No, no shade. Like, I mean, you know, God bless everybody, but like, I, I get the principle and I get the idea, but like, I just, sometimes I feel like this, like, you know, a, 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 hunger, a hunger strike really. Like I would just be like, well, don't eat then. Like, Okay. <laughs> Maybe I maybe it would be more of a more of an example of like I went on a hunger strike and then people would be like, whoa, okay, we need to take this seriously. We need to take this seriously. Of course, I think if I if they did, they would be like, we'll take it seriously in about three years. We'll we'll do a checkup in three years. And we'll be like, hey, how are you? Down 15. Down 15. I regularly watch 600 pound life and binge eat. And this one girl came in and the, she wasn't eating her food, and the doctor was like, uh, she was like, I can't eat this. I'm starving. And he's like, you're not going to starve. He's like, that would take weeks. Is that doc Dr. Now? Yep. Is that who it is? Uh-huh. Fuck, he reads the house. One girl was like, um, uh, well, I'm a picky eater. He's like, let me tell you something. <laughs> you're not a picky eater. <laughs> yeah, you pick eater. it up and you eat. <laughs> I see. Fucked up. We're not throwing shade on anybody. We're not throwing shade on anybody. But it, but it's true when sometimes when you're like, oh, girl. And, you know, as sarcastic people, like, we, we say things that, like, just in general, where you're like, that's not really the term you want to use, babe. That, like, you're walking into a joke. You're sitting into a yeah. joke. Specificity in language is so important. We're going to go spelunking, unging, unging, deep inside the DMs. This mm -hmm. first message is from one of our lovely friends of the pod named Brianna, and she says, Hello, Alaska, Big Dip, and Willem, and any special, very esteemed guests such as Delta Work. I have a question about meet-and-greet mm. gifts. I'll be attending a Christmas tour in December, and I'm super excited to meet all the beautiful queens and our current reigning goddess, Sasha Colby. 
During the holidays, I usually make bread loaves for friends and family. I mean, who doesn't love bread, free food, and carbs? And I do get a little bit of joy for baking food from each other's. With all the knowing, with all of you knowing a lot of the queens in the cast, what do you think giving the cast a few loaves would look like? If so, what bread flavors do you think they would like? I usually make more cake breads, banana, chocolate, zucchini bread, pumpkin are examples of ones I made. I know when y'all are on tour, it can be difficult to find staples even though they wrote stables like we're horses. I'm sure they meant staples. Oh, does anyone on the cast have any food allergies that you know of? I've been wanting to try to make gluten-free breads. I'm so excited to meet everyone, and I want to share some joy by proxy of bread. Attached is my life-side Pridyata that I made for my work's Pride Parade. It was inspired by Crystal Method's finale pinata outfit. I work for Zell, so I made her... Uh, earrings with our company logo. She currently lives in our office munching on a plant nearby. Now, this Pridyata is a pride pinata of a horse in all of the the pride flag colors. We have the bears, we have the trans flag, the ra- traditional rainbows. This and with this little zell as a little earring. This is very cute. I like it. She's wearing the Target Pride collection. Um thank you so much Brianna for this letter. I do know that a lots of queens enjoy being bread. I'm not sure about the type of bread that they eat, mm-hmm. but um, I'm sure you, if you brought a vegan option, that would be wonderful. Um, cho- um, who doesn't like you chocolate? Know what? Do you eat fan gifts? Yeah, I, I do. If um, they have drugs I, in them, I I've never, I've n- I've never had uh, anyone bring me. Uh, well, I will. Uh, that's a lie. When I used to work in Texas a little more frequently, there were people that would bring me banana pudding from um, from Bucky's, which mm-hmm. is my favorite thing on the planet. And Shout it was out to Ray Lopez and everything. Yeah, uh, not not to uh, Ray Lopez events, but um, <laughs> shout out not to Ray Lopez, <laughs> um, who doesn't like me, I guess. Um, anyway. Um, I, I the, the difficult part of something like, uh, especially for the Christmas Queens tour, where I think they're probably going to be going date to date, is something that's perishable might be something that they would not be able to properly appreciate. Like if you bring a big bouquet of flowers or, or a food item, because they're going to be leaving so quickly, they won't have a way to transport it. And so I know that they'd really appreciate it and they would love it so much, but they won't be able to enjoy the flowers somewhere they're going to have to leave them so they might have to maybe um and i've been in that situation where you're like let me maybe a desk attendant somewhere i can say Mm -hmm. hey would you like to keep these on your desk or or, or even like a loaf of bread which uh obviously has especially when it's fresh and it's and it's homemade i think it has um an expiration date that's pretty quickly because there's no preservatives or anything in it it's fresh um so that's something you have to think about i think fresh as you can taste um and then leave if you don't like it taste or share with the, the maybe, people that you know, work at the event space or something. I always like to take yeah, a, a flower yeah. and put it in my hair and my bosom if someone gives me a meat sure. present. But if you're if you're trying to bring loaves to girls, I would just bring a hair loaf, not a bread loaf. Yeah, or you know, more than one loaf is a loaf is loaves. Um, you know, there's that to think about as well. Actually, I I was I did this meet and greet one time in Canada, mm-hmm. and it was me and Alyssa Edwards. And the, it was a huge line because everybody wanted to see Alyssa. And I, I get it. This is a breakdown. We, this is not shade on the self or de- self-deprecating. We just know how this works. Um, 
And so we're in line and people were bringing gift after gift after gift after gift for Alyssa. And like occasionally somebody would be like, oh, and I brought this for you too. And it would be like, I don't know, like an air freshener or something that they (laughs) happen to have in their car. A scratch off. Well, this one girl came up. This one girl came up. She's like, I have this picture and I I need, I wanted, would it be okay if you signed it? I printed it out. It's my favorite picture of you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so kind. And she handed me the picture and Alyssa, like with the Alyssa like eyes and the sort of draw went, who is that? And I was like, oh, it's their favorite picture of me. And she like looked at me and I just kind of like stepped on her toe. She go, oh, okay. It was a drag queen from LA called Angel Phoenix. <gasps> and it was not me at all. It didn't even sort of, we don't even sort of look alike. Angel Phoenix is like 25 years younger, 100 pounds lighter, like nothing similar, nothing similar. And I was like, thank you so much. I just signed it and handed it off. What are you going to do? I mean, I keep it pumping. It, it they just didn't easier. mean anything. Yeah. It is easier. Just it's keep easier. it pumping. Do you want to read this next message? If you don't, yeah, this is from Brian from the great, this is Brian from the great state of Texas. Um, It's my email. Good evening, fierce MILFs, Willem Dipper and gorgeous Delta. My name is Brian and I'm reaching out for some much needed advice as my friends don't have as much experience in matters of butt stuff. Mm. I'm a deep friend of the pod and you're a hot uh, Gossingtons and race chasing and have seen, uh, you've seen me through the laughs and loves of every week of the past two years. I'm writing y'all this fine evening because I don't know where else to turn for answers. I'm 21 years old, non-binary, currently playing the dating fields as I please. However, I can't seem to find any deeper connections with people that I end up in short-lived relationships with. A lot of the time I get close to a guy just for him to look at my dick instead of my heart. I feel like I have a wide variety of interests and I'm open-minded, so I feel as though I'm making a lot of effort to bridge the gap. But in the end, I usually just feel like the dates I go on have a strong expectation of cookie at the end. Don't get me wrong, I love saving a horse and riding a cowboy, but it feels like defeating... Uh, but it feels defeating giving so much of myself to the people I'm dating to feel objectified every time. The problem has been seeing me through many amenzies, menses, oh, menzies. I thought like his period, but, or their period, uh, sorry, their period. Um, uh, and I'm tired of it. Usually I don't date more than a few years older than my age, but at this point I would like anyone who could do grandparent shit with me and then go do drugs at a club. Anyway, I'm looking to you gals for some motherly advice from one fag to another. Um, Suggestions. Okay, Brian. Here's what I would say. If what you have been doing is not currently working, you need to find a different methodology for procuring dates. And if that means doing... Mm going outside the box and doing like a speed dating function where you get to meet a bunch of people and see what could what could click with maybe 20 or 25 people or doing like hinge which has like uh prompts that can specifically make sure that you're into the same thing or taking it slow or you you're on the same wavelength before you get on a date where you're just like oh he's cute I'll go out with him and then you realize that they're just there for dick which doesn't seem like your priority number 1 which um, is fine. Everybody's different. So if what you have been doing isn't working, you need to find a way, a new way to do that and to meet new people. You could join a sports team, like uh, a dodgeball thing, or you could, um, you could just go watch dodgeball games and be an athletic supporter if you're not feeling like throwing balls at your face. But there goes your social life. Um, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I would do if. Just if it's not, if it, what you've been doing ain't been working, do it a new way. Now you've been with Davey yeah. for like 12 years or so, right? So you haven't been right. actively searching, I don't think, for 
in the, no, in the but digital I mean, scape. I was twenty-one. Okay, were you? Were you? <laughs> I ever, was twenty-one once. Were you trying to date digitally ever? ever because 20? a lot of people. No, no. That's that's the whole difference here. Is that like we we are in a place where. Um, and what a wonderful time to be alive. You know, you do have these options. You can just type in, this is what I'm looking for. This is what time I'm looking for it. Show up at that time. And generally Cock. people do, but right. But I know that like what, what you're saying here, um, Brian, is that, that that's not exactly what you're looking for. You're looking for something a little more than that. But I do, I do think that the, the language in this suggests to me that are you really that serious about finding someone or do you just want to have a good time? Because, you know, I mean, I, I, we're taking it lightly. Like any, I'll take anyone who could do grandparent shit and then go do drugs at the club. Like maybe get that, all that out of your system before you think that you need to really focus on finding a relationship because you don't necessarily need to be in a relationship at any point in your life. Um, maybe certainly not at 21, maybe at 21, you still need to play the field mm-hmm. and, or, or decide, you know, maybe you need to be playing the field at, at 61 and 71 and you need to do, I say, try it all out. But just as Willem said, if whatever didn't work, don't bring that with you. Whatever didn't work, like you, you can also look at uh, this time of year as like people do look at January coming up as like a, 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 a like a, a, a regeneration, like you're, you're starting something new, not because it has to happen then. You know how people always say, I'm starting my diet in January. You can start your diet today. It doesn't have to be January. You can start it right now. Um, you can start this thing of, of what you're looking for by throwing that stuff out if you want to with a calendar date by saying, maybe not my resolution, but um, some things that I'm going to implement this year. You could allow yeah. yourself that grace to say, these are the things that didn't work. And I think everything that Willem said is a thousand percent true. Try a different group. Try try, try hanging out with maybe, maybe some different people or or get get rid of maybe one of the apps where that's the one that's like the most toxic for you. Something else might happen. Agreed. We have a message from Bree, dearest WB and DW. Hello from Melbourne, Australia. Long time, first time. I'm fascinated by the parallels in the rise of drag versus the rise of gay content creators. It seems that many gays are turning to one or the other these days. You have often given thoughtful advice on where to start in the world of drag, but I wondered if you have anything to add for those wishing to level up their spicy channels. Oh, okay, I see. Like the ingenue baby drags, I began my paid platform gigs about a year ago. While I'm earning a small amount of coin, would you have any tips to improve my game? A lot of dolls would travel to other clubs to network and show their support. So would you recommend me investing to travel to a hot destination full of other gays to film with? If so, where do you suggest? Many queens begin to find their niche of comedy, fashion, and pageant, which also happens in the, in the porn spicy world. Daddies, twinks, and straight up motherfucking dick pigs. What do you think is an underused niche that I could tap into? Any advice is greatly appreciated. See me at Down Under Bree on any of the socials for your priority boarding. Here are some drick picks for your perusal. Love you, Brian slash Down Under Bree. Um, Brian included some several graphic pictures. One where he is tied mm-hmm. up, trussed up like a turkey in shibari knots with his erect penis tied to his ankles somehow. Um, this is a, a knot that would take more than... More than a minute to get out, for sure. And um, as far as uh, finding your niche, I think I see your niche. And um, Right, right. I'm pretty sure that, yeah, that definitely is a niche. Um, it's played out for everybody to see. And then you're in a, a, some sort of hot tub situation. Um, I I would personally recommend. I think, I think. 
you would recommend this account. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to see some some uh, flesh that they want to press, you could, they could definitely talk to this gentleman. Um, you could talk to other porn stars who have done things that you like and ask for their advice because I know there's porn houses where creators go and like film all weekend or you see all these guys going to Rio like Raheem. Um, there's a guy named A Taste of Matt who was like just on the internet this morning and he was trying to do some work and he's like living in a porn house and you can hear all these, it sounded like 10 hams on a tarp with some oil just being slapped around. You can hear people, (laughs) happy Thanksgiving, all that. And like there's porn houses where people go specifically to create collabs and OnlyFans, stuff like that. So I would probably talk to them. I don't know much about it um, other than what's on my phone. I mean, I say uh, any anybody within earshot, just based on this very generous teaser, I would definitely suggest that you go to at down under Bry on any of your socials because the I, I think the content here, just based on these four all very different images, um, are, are the way people should be um, approaching their. Um, whatever the platforms are where you're allowed to show this kind of content because variety. Um, variety is very important. Also what seems to be approachability. When you look at someone that says, this is inviting. I, I hope that you're enjoying this. Being able to see someone's face is very important. Mm-hmm. Being able to see them in, again in what looks like a realistic setting where you're like, oh, I could be in that room. I, I, I've been in a room that looks like that. I'm not saying a messy room, but like this is Brian is, uh, the, the room is very clean. It's very organized. Um, I the would clarity buy of these pictures. Yes. Um, you know, we, we would, uh, sit on this, you know what I mean? This, this flesh chair, um, <laughs> everything is absolutely beautiful. Maintain. Brian looks like, um, that Brian looks like they smell lovely. Mm-hmm. smell clean that matters a lot i love these pictures what a good looking wonderful person i i love this once you pop i don't know what the shirt says once you pop you don't stop what do you think it says once you once you pop yeah or maybe maybe that's his his um his market pop pops and older dudes. This is beautiful. You look so beautiful. I I would think you would be making a ton and a ton and a ton of money because there's something about this that is boy next door, but also around the way. Do you know what I mean? Like I, there, there's there's something dangerous also. Yeah, with the the this. the austere lighting in that rope one, that one photo. Mm. I really feel like collabs is the way to go because. When I was trying to grow my YouTube channel, the trick was to collaborate with other people who had a market that I wasn't tapping into, and then those people see you, and then they're like, "Oh, let me give him a shot too." So you're, I, I'd say to broaden your horizon, but the way your legs are spread, it already looks pretty broad. Um, but you're gonna need to team up with people in your field if you need if you want more more eyes on you. I would say. But, um, all eyes on us. All, all eyes, eyes on us. Fully. All eyes on us. We're reaching towards the end of the show right now, but I just want to remind our audience that uh, we are putting a clip show together for the end of the year, so we'd like to hear from you about your favorite moments of the pod from 2023. You can submit your best moments via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. 
Include the episode title and time code and a short summary if you'd like so we can find just what you're looking for. Our submission deadline is December 9th, so make sure to email us before then with your favorite moments. And thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. Thank you. And a very special thank you to our very special co-host, Ms. Delta Work, for being here, for being prompt, for being lovely in full drag. Please make sure to check her out on Very Delta every Monday on YouTube and right here on the Mom Podcast channel. And if you would like to take a moment, you're feel free to rate and review our show on your podcast app. And a special shout out to our Mom Plus Gold member of the week, Coley Lehman or Kali Lehman. Hi, Diva. I'm not sure how to say your name, but from one name, weird name, bitch to another, I see you, bitch. And thank you for listening and putting us in your ears. To sign up for Mom Plus Gold, you can visit mompodcast.plus. And shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to be the episode behind the good pussy paywall. You can follow us on Instagram at Willem, at Delta Work, and at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcast. And we encourage everyone to stay safe out there unless you prefer raw dogging. And we'll be back next week with another steaming, piping, scalding serving of, say it with me, please. Hot. 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 M. Oh. M. Mom. To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? Who, me?